what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I wasn't even gonna think. <laughs> I was even thinking like, man, we got some content. Like this is quality shit we got going on. <laughs> oh fuck my life! All right, are we going? It's re- is it recording now? Yeah, it's recording now. Um, <laughs> fuck me, man. <laughs> your favorite show that you don't tell anybody you listen to for obvious reasons yes um this is the show we're the two guys that you call when you can't remember let me see if i can come up with another one when you can't remember what mr belvedere's real name is or you can't remember the planet that alf came from yeah or if you want to know every single fucking skexies from the dark crystal or what sin they were or if you want to know the titles of news radio episodes what they're named after Ah, hint, there's hint, a, there's hint, a hint, hint. I dropped a hint right there about our name titles, but I won't, we'll never say what it but, is. But uh, yeah, this is We Used To Be Cool. I'm Mark. I'm Drew. And um, we started recording about 30 <laughs> minutes ago before I realized that I had not hit record. And, not, and to top it off, this was... Uh, like 20 minutes in. And to top it off, the last time I did, I recorded, I didn't record the whole thing. I did record the whole thing, but it was, I didn't turn on the mics. So it was like we were just talking into a tape recorder, like an interview with a vampire. 2021 episodes, we've done like several takes of each episode. It's just like, I'm over it. I'm over it. But, (laughs) so the first take of this episode was done last week and we got pretty drunk. Well, that's that's what I started this whole uh, thirty minutes ago. I was like, saying, yeah. "Hey, we kind of okay. We had to like regroup. Like, we're so just getting off." The we chain started here. out really amazing, like twenty minutes ago, discussing shit, and I I was like even impressed. Like, man, we got some quality <laughs> content going right now. Like, I'm actually impressed. And then, like, I'm going off on a topic, and Mark's like, "I didn't even push record." <laughs> oh my god, dude! I can't get back in that mode anymore. Anyways, <sighs> quick recap. Um, fuck, fuck Greg Abbott. I hope everybody's safe. Uh, it's 2021, and we are the second largest city in Texas, the seventh, eighth largest city in the United States. Didn't have power for a week. Don't let this motherfucker let you forget about that. Um, please still wear a mask. Shout out to all the businesses that are still keeping up with it. Like, hey, you want to come in here? You got to wear a mask. Uh, shout out to all that. And HB and Saws. HB is. And all the little companies that are helping people. H-E-B needs to be the next time they needs to be H-E-B needs to be they need to do governor or no they need to be like the person they always do like the person of the year it needs to be H-E-B. oh yeah Texas owned company of the year I don't H-E-B. know who's the face of H-E-B anymore when it because Charles Butt's dead all the employees are the face of H-E-B and that's oh, the beauty man, of it so good that's so good that's the beauty of it my 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 uh, at least my youngest daughter her teacher uh, her husband works at H-E-B, and he got COVID, but he's okay. And I, I told her we almost had a, we almost had a moment because she almost made her cry because I was like, I just, you know, it's horrible. I'm, told, I'm glad your husband's better, and I just want you to tell him from all of us that we appreciate him being there and going to work and still for us to fucking eat, you know. Hell yeah. <sighs> I'm not crying. <laughs> all right. 
I just have an inflammation in my tear gland. Yeah, so we did like a 20-minute spiel on what Mark just said, but he condensed it. Um, anyway, we can get to more important content. <laughs> <laughs> not that and not that, that none of that is important, but, you know, we don't want to bring like, oh, fuck, here these guys go again. Here goes Andrew. <laughs> fuck Greg Abbott. <laughs> fuck wheelchair Republicans. <laughs> yeah, it'll, I'll, I'll stop. Um, okay, so this time... I wanted to talk about new bands. Oh, new bands. The newness, the newness. Bands that are new that we haven't, like, I mean, like I said, most of the time I listen to bands I grew up with when I was 16 years old. So most of the time. But but I wanted to see, now that we're getting older, what new bands maybe in the last 10 years, last five years, that are brand new, that you're like, damn, I dig these guys. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, there's nothing about them being young or... <laughs> Just anything that's you know that's still we're, we're trying to prove to y'all and to us that we're still valid, <laughs> and we still like new things. Well, right. Well, I guess because I start I st- I the harder even though it gets harder I still try to look for good and new music. Oh, I do too. I go through I go through periods where I'm like, man, I wanna I wanna find something new, find the newness. Right, because you know. <sighs> If if we didn't share uh, Spotify, um, I would be. It would be like, wow, you really listened to Steely Dan a lot this year, <laughs> a lot. Okay, well, tell them what you you put in. You, there is that. There is that. I don't know what it is. What uh, you put in your Spotify. There's a website. And I'm telling you right now. Even though I love Drew, he threw me under the bus real I quick. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a a website. Let me see. Because they're like, wow, you listen to a, you listen to what song oh, did they say? It's called How Bad Is Your Spotify, which it's uh, the <laughs> website it looks like is actually the word pudding, P-U-D-D-I-N-G dot C-O-O-L. Is that the website? Oh, no, no, no. It's called Judge My Spotify. Sorry. Uh, but it brings up a page that says How Bad Is Your Spotify. So it says our sophisticated AI judges your awful taste in music. So you click the button and then you put in your name on Spotify. So I, Mark and I share Spotify. I don't really use Spotify too much. Occasionally I'm like, oh, I want to hear this song and I don't have it. And I'll just play it. Um, but I guess Mark's been using it a lot more. I got it for you, Drew. I got so it for you because I, I have Apple. Oh, well. Um, I, I put our name in there and it started analyzing it. And it was like, did you really listen to Steely Dan this much? It was a specific song. It was an album. No, it was a song. I remember it was. Oh, uh, the album cover. Let me pull, <laughs> let me pull it up. Yeah, I had the album cover, but it was. A oh, speci- it was, it was okay. a specific song. But it was like, album. did you really listen to Steely Dan? Blah blah blah. And then I gave you two options where you put yes or no. I share this with someone else, and I put yes. I didn't throw Mark on. I didn't see that part. You're like, oh, I. Sh- it, all I saw was, oh, I share this with somebody else. I didn't select that though. <laughs> I s- it showed on the next screenshot I sent you that I selected yes. It, then it was like. Do you listen to it ironically? And then I threw you under the bus, and I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> but while it was analyzing my Spotify, I was like, what the hell? Like, what's the deal? It just it just asking, like, little questions, that, like, um, just, like, kind of making fun of you. And it's just like, did you really listen to Sp- Steely Dan this much? Like, seriously. It was, on, er- it was on, on Everything here. Must Go. I'm trying to find the name of the song. And at the end, then it started giving it to me where it was like, oh, you listen to whatever. Talk to twins way too much. Whatever or hipster band or whatever that I liked that was in there. 
But it was just like going off on Steely Dan, the amount of Steely Dan that Mark had played. Ow. <laughs> I don't know why that cat likes to do that. And I'm allergic to cats, and there's a cat right next to me. And I took okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to have to figure out something because, like I said, the last time I put them in my room, they got really mad and they peed on my bed. Oh. That means he likes Yo. you. Uh, almost touch. gothic. It was on Two Against Nature. Did you go? Oh, he wants to be touched. Oh, he's in the Alright. Uh, uh, yeah, almost almost gothic on on uh, Two Against Nature, which, again, like I put on there, never forget, beat out Beck, beat out Radiohead <laughs> for Grammy, for Grammy of the Year, Album of the Year. Yeah, y'all are all analyzing our Spotify right now based on what Mark's saying. <laughs> but, oh, so, where are we at? What are we doing? So, what, like... Do you can you think of anybody? Just five bands. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be five bands. Just any band. Um, like we can keep going. I was thinking back the one. That, okay, so y'all don't y'all don't even know. We're keep, we keep referencing we keep referencing the first takes that we did, but you guys didn't hear it, so we'll just start over. So I'm gonna go with ASAP Ferg from the ASAP Mob. Um, How many are there? ASAP Mob. There's a there's a lot of them, but the thing is, they're not all. There's rappers. There's the producers, there's the like models, there's the fashion designers, there's film directors. So there's ASAP Rocky, I know of. He's, he's the same the one. Yeah. And the, well, he's he's the leader now because the guy who created it was ASAP Yams, who's dead. Shout out. ASAP Yams. Yeah. Um, but ASAP Ferg. He is this. His father is the guy that created the bad boy logo for Puff Daddy. Oh, graphic artist. Uh, but apparently when, when Ferg was coming up, he would make his own clothes and sell them on the side of the road, and he several rappers bought it. And like Andre 3000? Yeah. Um, and then he j- he joined ASAP Mob. And to me, he's like the link. He is the link between old hip, like 90s hip-hop and now hip-hop. Um, and he's just... He's just charismatic. I think I say he's a link because like he's willing to do like the newer trap kind of rap, and then he he'll bring Missy Elliott on for a Missy Elliott style track or whatever, or Be Real or Bone Thugs and Harmony or Busta Rhymes. Um, he's he's one of my favorites. Um, I just saw an inter- I just saw an, uh, a YouTube article about him where it was like, what happened to ASAP Ferg? Because they were they were trying to see like. He hasn't really put out an album lately. It's just been mixtapes. But his most recent mixtape, I liked it. Is this him? Yeah. Yeah. Ride with the mob. Hum do Allah. Check in with me. And do your job. Ferg is the name. Pinballer did the chain. Torn on for the watch. Prezi playing James. Yamagini chain. Rest in peace to my superior. I guess. Well, okay, so his most recent EP, he did a song with Marilyn Manson. Right before. Is it Guilty? No, it's called Marilyn Manson. It's called Marilyn. Is it on Marilyn Manson or is it under him? It's under ASAP Ferg. It's on his recent floor seats part two. There it is. What is that one called? Marilyn Manson. Oh, it's called Marilyn Manson and Marilyn Manson's on it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, ASAP Ferg to me, I checked for all this stuff. He makes fun, fun tracks. I don't know what this guy. I don't know what this is doing. Just doing whatever he wants here. Oh, here he goes. Hey. 
know what would be good? Mar- a song called Marilyn Manson featuring Marilyn Manson. This guy beat you to it. That's how good he is. I guess that the biggest thing for me is crazy like Marilyn Manson. I guess I like more groups that use samples. These guys make their own beats, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I uh, think that's uh, what I'm used Ferg's, to. Ferg's one of mine. That's pretty good. I mean, I like that first one. This one's a little bit. He's got, <laughs> you know funny? So I only listen to him because this young kid I used to work, well, he's not young. He was like 20 when I first met him and I was 30. That thrift store guy? Thrift store kind yeah. of that guy? Shout out to Day Day. Um, um, he was the one that told me about ASAP Mob, and I was uh, at the time I was like, "No, fuck ASAP Mob! Like, I'm not listening to that shit." And then he kept singing the song Shaba, which is off his first album. To Ferg? Yeah, and he, the song, the lyrics. I mean, the chorus is just like Shaba Ranks. And I was like, "Oh man, I used to li- love Shaba Ranks." And he's like, "Who's Shaba Ranks?" <laughs> and I was like, "You just said his name." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, that's a person." And I go, "He's he was a Jamaican star." Or maybe it's a Jamaican word then. No, it's his name. He's in the video. And he didn't know who he was? Well, he didn't know what he looked like. There's a bunch of people in the video. <laughs> it's all about money, man. It's and then I heard that song, and I was like, dude, that Shaba Rank song is dope. He had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, and then I ended up liking Ferg. <laughs> yeah, this is Where did you see him at? Who? This guy. i never seen him. So how are you talking to him? No, Jesse. I'm talking about Jesse. Oh, Jesse was saying that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> he, he was. He kept singing that song Shaba Shaba Ranks to me over and over, and I was like, one day I was just like, man, I used to listen to Shaba Ranks, like when in middle school, and he was like, who's Shaba Ranks? <laughs> that's like, like that, that's what we had. The you just said his fucking name. We had a conversation too. Like there was a time, remember, you had one of your cousins was like, oh, I'm so in the '80s. Like you didn't, you have no idea what the '80s is. Like you yeah. didn't, like you weren't alive then. It's like wearing a Mr. T-shirt and going up to somebody Mr. T-shirt and be like, oh, I used, I used to love the A-team. They're like, what's the A-team? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, just with, with like that kind of nostalgia, I'm like, there was terrible shit back then, too, that y'all have no idea about. And it, it just, I said it before in here, they just make it seem like, you know, I could, I was at home playing with my Atari 2600 and then I was playing <laughs> with my Rubik's Cube. And then I got on my pogo ball, and I pogoed down to the theater, and I could have either watched Gremlins or Tron or Footloose. And I'm like, no, that's no. not the way it was. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, like no. That's or yeah, it's it's just all that pop culture is what permeated to the top, and which I would remember. And there was other crap that you don't remember. Well, and plus, or you don't know about. And plus, now they're used to having everything at your fingertips. Like you had yeah. to work for shit back then. But I mean, they're like, even like '80s themed nights. <laughs> they have those at clubs and shit, and people dress like it. I'm like, it wasn't all day glow clothes and you know side ponytails and big bows. Are people like, like I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that was only like same same thing with the '90s nostalgia. Get into grunge, Drew. <laughs> well, I mean, shit like that. I'm like, that's that's not what it was. You're distilling it all down to. Yeah, you're putting it through the filter <laughs> of like now you can get anything you want at yeah. any time you want. It's like no, that's not how it was. Like you had to really work for it. You had to read magazines. You had to watch MTV. Right, and I'm like before I before I was able to watch a music video of The Cure, I had to sit through 
everything. What Barbara Streisand and Phil Collins videos before they would show me one cure <laughs> video. <laughs> what was that show? John Norris. Uh, that was I remember. John Norris. It was a show. It was it would come on after I got out of school. I could come home like around that time, three, four o'clock. W- I want to say it was a predecessor to like Total Request Live, and that's when when Wish came out and he had Robert Smith on there and they would sit there on the little couch and they're like, oh, I got Robert Smith here from The Cure. And then they would play videos. Oh, I kind of remember that. Remember that? Yeah. It was John... John Norris. It was John Norris, okay. Texas Native, what, what? Uh, I kind of remember that. I remember Super... I used to watch Super Rock, which was 90s. I don't remember Super Rock. I just remember... It, like was, it was like right when Iron. Alternative went a little more metal. And it was this girl with red hair. She was like an old goth chick, but she had red hair, bangs. I don't remember. And that she one. would interview like, she'd be like, "We're at Trans Mansion," and then they would just show. It w- they would show like the harder side of alternative music, not, you know, fucking Lemonheads and Blind Melon. <laughs> <laughs> the Dandy Warhols. Yeah. N- well, no, it was like this is a new one from White Zombie. White Zombie's on tour right now. Downtown, blah blah blah. I mean, just like the harder side of. Alternative music. Um, I guess I watched. Um, <laughs> I've seen it lots of times when I used to when when IFC Channel first came out. I had IFC. it, and it, they put out that documentary called Punk Attitude, kind of like the history of punk, mm-hmm. from like the New York Dolls and the Ramones and Sex Pistols on up. And Henry Rollins is on there a lot, and he's really funny. That's why I told him he's he's like after punk, you know. Then th- he goes. Like, he made a good point, you know, you know, after the pistols broke up, he goes, yeah, the pistols did their thing. It was cool. He goes, but he goes, I think the stuff that Johnny Rodden did with pill is infinitely more, oh more that good. And he's like, he goes, but he goes, what's funny is punk rockers are very, very fickle people. Like, they didn't want any of those guys to change. And they're like, yeah, they're very formulaic. Yeah. He's like, he goes, it's weird. He goes, they're just like, they're like very hardcore. Like, no, you can't try anything (laughs) different. Yeah. For them trying to be, trying to tout themselves as being open-minded. Right. And, you know, that they're doing something new. They are very fucking (coughs) formulaic and three chords is still going fucking strong for them. And then he's like, he goes, so then what happens is you, you, then it turns into what they called hardcore punk rock with like agnostic front. Thrash. And that's when he goes, that's when the. That's when the you know you see those guys that would sit right in the front of the show like yeah you know shaking their heads those are the kind of guys that will fight you in a parking lot like what are you fucking looking at he goes that's when the fuck yeah guy got a guitar <laughs> 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 but then he started talking that's about good. bands like Corn he goes he goes he goes he goes and then again he goes that, that you know the hardcore got very formulaic he goes and then and then when that stuff started coming out it's then started showing, started showing like Limb Biscuit and Corn he goes it's very very formulaic, you know. He goes, it's a little groovy. You got the guy, doing yeah. You got the guy doing his little rap, and then you're like, Rah! and he goes, and he goes, I can see it. He goes, if I was 17 years old, I'm like, fuck yeah. He goes, this wants me, this this shit wants me. You know, I feel like it makes right. me feel like I want to go break shit. Yeah, I mean, there's like <laughs> Kiss. I remember back in high school. I can't. Get, I don't understand Kiss. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. The radio. The radio. Oh, radio station. Radio station here in San Antonio. Kiss ninety nine point five. Kiss. Um, I guess back before Clear Channel and before there was the payola system, and you only had a certain amount of songs you could actually play on the radio. I heard. The, I heard like in the middle of the night on Sundays they would have like an alternative show on Kiss, 
and I heard like The Cure on there and Nine Inch Nails and uh, Ministry and KMFDM. I used to have to listen to KSYM for that. I mean, I would listen to KSYM too, but one time I was just flipping th- channels and I'm like, I don't remember that. What is The Cure playing on Kiss for? Um, and then now they 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 stick to like the same 150 songs, I guess. But it was the same that when they've we were been kids playing too. since the mid 90s. At least during the day. It was, you know, I used to say, I go, Kiss is the fucking ACDC Metallica channel, Ozzy Osbourne Metallica They don't even play that anymore. Well, I mean, back then it was. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, back, yeah, back then, because that was 20 years ago. I think you told me that too. They're like, yeah. At, in it, the 90s. Right now, it's like, it's like Kiss, hard rock, and then they fucking play Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> or like, rock block of Disturbed. And I'm like, <laughs> Dis- is Disturbed... <laughs> We're still when, uh, listening to Disturb now. So when I, we're gonna slow it down, this guy. When the guy from Stain did his acoustic version, we're gonna slow it down for you tonight. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, anyways, that's that's the nineties. That was San Antonio still, even to this day, it's it's Metalville. It's considered a working class city. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. <coughs> so like, uh, I hated those bands that Kiss would play. And then when we when we were working in Houston with Lucent, you know, when we were working during the day, I'd get off around five and I'd drive home and I was stuck in traffic. And a Stone Double Pilot song came on, and I was all, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get who this is for now. I hated Stone Double Pilots when they came out. And I mean, and now I'm not, a, I'm not a fan at all of theirs, but I mean, back then I didn't go buy anything from them, but I was just all, oh, this song makes so much more sense now that I'm getting off work. I'm ready for a beer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hated Stone Double Pilots. I hated Stone Double Pilots when they came out because I thought he sounded like Eddie Vedder. And I was uh, all about Pearl Jam. But I do have the second and third Stone Temple Pilots that I still like today. It's they're they're the like they're like the collective soul to me of I wouldn't buy anything. <coughs> and I think they do have a greatest hits album. I may buy that just to hear like And it was funny like the video songs again. We can do a whole we can do a whole podcast of like why do they call it grunge? Like to me, back then grunge was like that more heavier stuff like fucking mud honey and oh, and Tad and that was grunge. I mean, and, and I don't even know where that e- word even came from. But to me, it was just rock. I mean, I think the 90s was a good rock, was a I good mean, time for rock music. Th- those those labels are really put on by, like, critics and stuff. Although nowadays, I hear so many kids trying to, like, make up titles for shit. Like, no, that's like, what you're listening to is goth. This is uh, Euro dream pop. That's whatever. E- that's egoth, Drew. Like I've heard, I've heard, I've seen kids on on YouTube comments just like tripping over themselves trying to make up a term, and I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up! It's just synth pop. That's all it is. It's because it's that thing. Um, like it's one of those things where you can say like, well, if you don't like know about it, then you're not cool enough to know. Those about it. labels are limiting, but they do help create help you as a listener form. An opinion or an idea of what you think what they're gonna sound like. Like if you were to ask me, what does this band sound like? I'd say, oh, it's a little shoegazy, gospel, <laughs> pagan folk. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you'd get an idea forming it off that if you know what those are. But I mean, that's 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 the purpose of what grunge was, which is a stupid title. It was all about the year 1992, the year punk broke. Gross. Um. Okay, so I said Ferg. We got. I went Ferg. Mine, my next one is um, local natives, which I adore. From uh, where are they from? 
They're from Silver Lake, California. They all, they, their first album is called Gorilla, Gorilla Manor because they all live at the same house and that's what they recorded. Um, I don't know. To, to me, I like things that sound, that don't sound like anything else. I'm sure you, I'm, I know you're like that too. Even though there are, even though I do, I do like that every once in a while. Like, oh, I like them because mm-hmm. they sound like this, mm-hmm. or they remind me of this. But I do try to look for things like this doesn't sound like anything else. What's funny to me is I list, I let, I played this for David Hodago when, when I was driving him around. The Los Lobos. Yeah, and he told me, he goes, <laughs> oh, he goes, he's like, that sounds like the Cure to me. He goes, oh, he goes, that sounds like the Cure. I thought that, that was sounds like the Cure right there. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I thought that was um, interesting. Not the guitar playing. Everything else kind of. And I was like, he's like, where are they from? I was like, they're from there in Los Angeles and Silver Lake. Oh. Um, but yeah, I like them. They finally came here. Got to go see them. Um, I just think they're different. I mean, it's it's like they're like on the. It, I don't know. It's like like they do rock, but it's not hard rock. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. I think it's because it's Californian. I think it sounds really Californian to me. I like it. So I liked them a lot. And uh, they're still going. Now they have, uh, they just, they put their, mm. fuck me, they put their fourth album out in 2019. Their first album was in 20, 2010. Oh. So I've been able to get all their records on vinyl. So yeah, I like them. They're pretty good. Um, they did a really good show. They played at the Aztec. Oh wow! Uh, that was like one of the last shows I saw before we went down into self-imposed Armageddon. What's your next one? You think? Uh, my next one, I'd have to say, whores. W h o r e s. Period. Nice, nice. There's a period in there. Whores. I remember last time I had that. I had to ask you how to spell whore. Whores. Um, I think they're from the South Atlanta, maybe Georgia, around there. Um, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, they have a man. Their new album is so good. Well, it's not new. It's been about two years. What do you think? There's a song like "I also I also too own a black shirt" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or "I also too am wearing a black shirt." Mental illness is a mating ritual. Yeah. Don't get too PC on me with that name of that song. (laughs) This is pretty good. Sounds. It's just and it's just three dudes. That's good. It's bass, guitar, and drums, and um, man. I was going to say they sound like Alice in Chains, but no, they sound harder than Alice in Chains. Um, and then that dude can scream. Like, if you can scream, like a good type of screaming, like I love. <laughs> For real, like I love. Like Cat, Cat from Babes in Toyland, her mm-hmm. screaming, oh, she's so amazing. But yeah, like if a dude can scream or a girl can scream dope, I'm about him. Hmm. That's a good one. Let me see what's in my next one. I was kind of, I was kind of trying to, pr- I was like, again, like these last twenty years to me have gone by like in a fucking heart heartbeat. Yeah, my, pr- I'm telling you, I'm just like my kids, 
fucking cats right now decide, oh, it's time to fucking play. It's time to play with this cardboard box. Fucking, that's why I kept it, because they don't, they don't play with any of the other shit I bought them, just like kids. They seriously are just hopping in and out of that box. Yeah, they don't play with the other fucking <laughs> things I buy them. So let me get this to come up. Playing with boxes is so passe. This one, I um, I forgot about this band. What is it? It's going to be good. There it goes. There it goes. Here it comes. Um, called Parquet Courts oh. from New York. Um, let's see here. And they're funny because they, they spell their name T-A-R-Q-U-E-T-C-O and then Courts, C-O-U-R-T-S. Parkour. And then they, then they put on an album where they changed it like P-A-R-K-A-Y Courts. Oh, I don't like that one. I don't like that one at all. Jesus. Uh, this one is a really good I like. It's called Bodies Made Of. To me, it's a little post-punky, like Gang of Four, like Wire a little bit. There's a Wire song that sounds exactly like this. Sounds exactly like a wild thing. Not this part. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, yeah, just like I don't know where for some reason, like they what parquet courts, parquet courts, parquet courts. Okay. Um, just like out of nowhere, like they just showed up on the um, scene. On the scene. Own it. Um, their newest one. Oh, and then they did something like this one, and then they like the most recent. They went to this. Sounds like ESG. It reminds me a little bit of Chick Chick Chick. Name drop. <laughs> they got that. That sound like the rapture, that shouty. Um, Don't rain on my parade, Drew. Sorry. <laughs> they sound like nothing I've ever heard. <laughs> You don't have to say that, but don't say they sound like the Rapture, bro. <laughs> I like the Rapture. Well, like the one album, the rest of the album sucks. All right, what's your next one? Um, Run the Jewels. Okay, I I haven't really listened to them that much. Run the Jewels. Uh, what's your favorite? The recent, most recent one, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm typed in Run the Jews. That's not right. <laughs> and we don't do that. We don't condone that at all. Spell jewel, jewel, J E W E L. I always, I never remember if it's a Z or S. It is jewel, jewelry, not jewelry, jewelry. The it's, uh, I think it's R J, R T J two. <coughs> what about a song? The uh, second one. How about this one? It's got a red album cover. Not the one with paws on it. It's like zombie, like a mummy hand. Yeah. The one with Zach Delarue. Zach Delarue. Bunches and bunches. Punches is thrown into your frontless. Oodles and noodles. Bang bullets at suckers noodles. Left album voodoo. Prove that we were fucking name? Killer Mike. Crazy. Half past the clock is cuckoo. You rap is so the other guy makes the beats. And he raps. LP. LP's a rapper and a producer. El producto. Did you 
know this? Did you know this was out January fifteenth, twenty twenty one? Yes. I own it. This one? I own it. Oh, Mexican Institute of Sound remix. Um, somebody in my book club got. There's two cousins, and uh, one cousin's like, "Look what I got you, Madi," and it was that record you were trying to buy from Mexico. She oh, got really? it from Friends and Sound. Yeah, so the, the Friends and Sound stuff. She said she actually bought the version from Mexico, the Mexico, uh, the Mexican Institute of Sound, and she said it came it like I don't even know how much money. I go, it cost you more to send to get it over here than yeah, the record. She's I like, tried yeah, to, I, I put it in my cart and tried to order it, and I was like, this is seventy-two dollars. Well, she said she got some badass version, like it came like in a pizza box. Like she said, it was really. It, she was like, to her, it was worth it. I'm like, I won't pay more than twenty dollars for a record. Yeah, no, sorry. She's young. I mean, if it was like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what Gretboard band I'd pay for that for right now. That amount, but I don't know. They put there. There's this. What's happening now is there's a lot, a lot, a lot of boutique record labels coming out now. Yeah, fuck them. And there's this one can live in 1971. I have my eye on. I don't even know. They haven't even told me how much it is yet. So I'm like, you know, it's gonna be a lot of money. Oh god. It's a single L. It's a single LP though. Um, the damage jaw. Which How would you describe this? What? Let me put it back on one of those because this is a remix. So like, well, how would you? So this is the top song that they have, or di- according to Apple. So how would you describe this? Just them in general. Um, an aggressive throwback to '90s, late '90s underground rap. And a, and a throwback to Public Enemy. I was just about to say that they do remind me of Public Enemy. Because there are very few rappers. I'd say Killer Mike, Ice Cube, and Chuck D. They have voices that can cut through the room. The music. Which, oh, yeah. I mean, it was perfect because Chuck D and Ice Cube both worked with the Bomb Squad and their production was like bombastic, kind of noisy. Like sirens going off and stuff. And yeah. LP is kind of noisy too, and Killer Mike is perfect for that. Mm-hmm. What yeah. up, Cat? You here for some Run the Jewels? Get away from me, Cat. You can't even touch him, right? No. You know, my sister says for some reason these are both males. Well, and I told her, I go, they're always. Yo, Cat, you just gonna sit up on the mic like that? I was like, these, I go, these. Both of them, I don't know what it is. Like, they're very. Carrie Chief Lao with me, and she was like, males are like that. Because they love to hang around me. Because the two females that we have, like, they could give two shits. Like, oh, you're here? Get out of my face. <coughs> uh, let's see. Let's see here. I'm going to go a little bit different here. Do it, Mark. Do, do, do it. This one I've re- I Actually, really, this, really this song is what they used on the Black Panther trailer. I finally watched Black Panther, and I really enjoyed it. WandaVision. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> this, I mean, he's considered, this guy is, cons- I guess they would consider it jazz, but like, I don't, like, that's, that's the good thing I like about jazz now. Like, you can't even describe go, what jazz go, is go. yet, or y- jazz is anymore. I mean, there, there's people who still try to sound like what traditional jazz. jazz. I mean, there's people, there's still people who put out, like on, what do they call that station on? Serious, it's called watercolors. 
You know, it's basically, <laughs> it's basically <laughs> yeah, that's what they call that channel. And it's basically oh music. God, it's like music jazz. Like, it's like I like elevator, elevator music jazz. Uh, this guy's he has a record label, and then he started putting out his own stuff. Um, jazz. But this he put it out as he calls himself Ananon. Word. Yeah, his name is uh, Brian Simon. Um, he has a, I mean, I guess they call it ambient music too. But he does have jazz. He does have album. He does have what do you call it? Instruments in it. Um, he founded a this imprint called Non Projects. Oh, okay. Uh, but this I'll put on. I put it on a lot when I'm reading or just to put it on when I like. Are those waves crashing? Is that jazz? It's up for interpretation. <clears throat> but I can't even remember. It might have been. I probably found. I'm telling you, what has helped me a lot is on Reddit. Is a subreddit called R Listen to This. And it's all kinds of people. Are, they just throw shit. They're like, listen to this. And I found a lot of it. It's very like blue lighting type of music. This is like a. This is like um, this is like when the cop in a movie is at home just walking around barefoot with a drink or a cigarette. Or this is uh, on his patio looking out to the this ocean. This could have been like a leftover track from the Heat soundtrack when yeah. Robert De Niro was looking out over the Blue beach. lighting. That's, a <laughs> <laughs> that's what the whole movie is. <laughs> and he's just looking out like. There's the sax. There's that sax that sounds like you're taking a drag off a cigarette. Or David Lynch movie. Yeah. When. Uh, when the girl just stares at you for five minutes in a scene. Yes. This is the no dialogue part. I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I am as blank as a font. Oh, uh, but yeah, I really like Oh, this man, this reminds me. Okay, I, I, I was going to give you another artist, but I'm going to change it. Okay, so let's see. Which, what's the next one? <sighs> it's very similar to that. Barin Under Club of Gore. Bahrain, like B. B O H R E N. And just type Der Club. Of Gore, right? Yeah. We didn't talk about this one last time? No. Okay. So they are like Doomy Jazz Twin Peaks. Hold soundtrack. a minute. One of their albums has got the cover, it's got a picture yeah, of Bruce Lee from Return oh, of the okay, Dragon. Wait, wait. They may not be 2000s, though. Way of the Dragon. When did they UK? start? Fuck off, UK. It's Return of the Dragon. Uh, you want to play this one? No, no. When did they start those albums? Uh, so let's see here. They may not be 2000. This one is the 2020. The f- like they're n- the top rated song right uh, now is 2020. The, the Bruce Lee or that one on the far right. Those are the oldest. Oh, let me see. Let me show you all the albums. I know. It goes back to 95 and then 2000. Okay, well then I'll wipe. I'll wipe them. Um, the other band I'll say is Dem Dyke Stare. Okay, that one we talked about. Dem. D-E-M-D-I-K-E. D-I-K-E. And then space stare like you're staring at somebody with your eyes. And apparently Demdike was a witch in Europe that was burned at the stake. Oh, okay. Demdike's one word. And um, what do you think here? Top songs? Haxon. H-A-X-A-N. What, rec- what record is that one on? Uh, those two on the, f- it's one of those two on the far right. Hex and Dub? Yeah. 
and it's like experimental electronics, kind of dubby. Their visuals are very pagan, witchy, Euro folk. They're from England. This cover reminds me very um, um, like you, like you, th- you and I think we know movies. Their music videos are clips from European movies I've never seen in my life. I was gonna say this. That looks very like very Italian. That cover. Giallo. They're from. Um, they're from the uh, the UK, but they're. They're, well, they used to make their own visuals and videos, and it was just like clips from random European movies I've, I've never seen in my life, and they looked so bizarre. This sounds good. Um, like this kind of stuff, I like to listen to when I'm reading. But it's all like... Uh, I like this. It's just instrumental. They Then they, they kind of went off into a little more dancier area, which they I mean, they were doing the too. Um, it's kind of like sparse, echoey dub. The one you got me into, I guess the chromatics were on it, right? It was like Italians do it better, that record label? Yeah. When did they start? Um, I think 2000. Because they used to be like a, a, a hardcore band or a post-punk hardcore band. But yeah, Dem Dexters, I have everything they put out. Is that at the beginning? Oh, I, I think I hadn't pulled it up. Did they have the regular hacks in? Uh, well, I guess it would be on this record. Oh, yeah, there it is. The regular. I like how they put the dub before the regular song. That's their style. That is their style. This, oh, this is the one version I like. Oh, yeah. good and they're prolific I guess I could say like they put on like three or four records in the same year mm. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard I've heard about them um, one of my favorite records of them I mean I'm telling you they just put like three records out in this last six months um, uh, my friend owns a we were listening to a record the other day they were playing back in one of these this is my one. Of the, I'll just play one from this record. Really I don't know why he does that. Uh, this is a record called Quarters. Hey. <laughs> it's called Quarters, and um, it's just four songs on the whole album. And this is called The River. songs on this album, so that's why it's called Quarters, and they're all ten, they're, each song is ten minutes long, 
Does it sound like this? That's the thing about them. Like, they go from, like, one record, you're like, oh, it's so good. And the next record, you're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, so, for example, this is a song. This is their album from 2019. It's called Infest the Rat's Nest. And this is basically sounds like, let's see what you think. They're just like they're all over the place, but they're fucking amazing. I like that. One. I like both of them. Yeah, but it's one of those things like you have to invest into it because they got fuckloads of records. Like the Melvins. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh my god, where do I even I start? Like this album, but the other album. It's like just you just gotta jump in. All right, you need a, you need a drink break. I just opened this. I'm okay, good. cool. Uh, all right. So that was. So I think we've done one, two, three. I did three. Did you do three already? I think, uh, I think you did four. I did four. One, two, three. Oh yeah, four. So that means you did four. Yeah. We'll do one more. Um. The other one. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh. I'll put nowhere. I mean nothing. Sorry. Nothing. The band. They're a little shoegazy and like heavy. Like their new album that they put out last year. Oh, so good. This is a song called ACD. Abrasive. Oh, Abs- Obsessive Compulsion Disorder. I remember this. I remember this album cover. That looks weird. I don't know if that's a guy or a girl. Pants on the blacktop. This is the newest one, right? Yep. That sounds a little Deftoni-ish to me. sound like the guy from it sounds a little bit like don't you say it don't you you said it (laughs) Uh, but I like it (sighs) I I like the music better than the Deftones like I don't really like what the Deftones sounds like there's one song I like from them but there's some people who are like so into the Deftones yeah they're called San Antonians (laughs) that's exactly right I don't know anybody else out of San Antonio that doesn't like that likes that. Like, okay, he's Mexican. You don't have to like it just because he's fucking or Mexican. Maybe uh, maybe uh, or maybe because the only other people out of San Antonio would be people from fucking Sacramento. Where they're Sacto. From. Sacto. That's pretty good. <sighs> this is like if Deftones actually tried. Ooh, I said it. <laughs> the hot takes. The hot takes. All right, so for my last one, 
<laughs> it's a band called Mom Jeans. Mom Jeans. This, oh is, their f- this is their first record from uh, 2016. Called it's called Best Buds. And um, I don't know. Best Bud. I th- another time. I think. Ooh, to be honest with you, you know, jeans. I'm gonna have to. I have I pay for a thing. There's a there's a thing now on Apple called Apple News, right? And you pay ten dollars a month. They they, they they combine everything for me because I was paying for Apple Music, Apple News, and some other fucking Apple shit. And they finally got smart. Like, hey, let's let, let's we're gonna just pay a hundred dollars. No, no, because <laughs> it, it, I was paying almost like forty dollars. They're like, how about we how about we put it down to twenty for everything? I'm like, you got a deal. But um, on, a- on Apple six months. on Apple News, it also gives you all like fuck loads of magazines. Like I can get Rolling Stone, I can get all, and it's cool when like it's on digital? my digital. Yes, like oh. fuck loads of magazines. But I still like to have magazines. I mean, oh. there's some I won't pay for. Any, like I was getting, the, I've been getting the New Yorker for like fucking four years, and I finally turned that off. And I've been getting Vanity Fair and GQ. Oh, wow. But um, I think I stopped get. I got Rolling Stone for years and years and years and years and years and years. And I still read them because every once in a while they would show a new band. What happened? Something like a fart from behind your TV, and I see your cat's butt. Right there. Oh, because they, <laughs> they hang out right there. Okay. Um, but you know, and that's another thing. Like I don't understand it. When payphones were going the way of the dinosaur, you would have think they would have changed it. Oh, okay, let's go back to ten cents for the payphone because we want people to use it. No, then they would go up to a fucking dollar to use a payphone. Like, why would Whoa. you raise your money, right? Right. Um, same thing with magazines. It's like I get it. It's not people don't do it as much anymore. But Rolling Stone went from like three dollars an episode, uh, episode an issue, to six dollars an issue, and then they made it, and then they made it smaller. Jeez. It used to be real big, right? Yeah, and they I've made seen it smaller. It and now they made it big again, and now they're nine dollars for one issue. I was like, "That's fucking like UK magazine money." Probably get some free music in there. But I probably, but now of course it's cheaper if you do it for the year. I probably get it again because I like to have a physical copy. Anyways, um, I used to read that to get new music, but now this I can't remember where I heard this band, but I really like them, and this is where they got their name from. So you can hear it. Sorry, it's just. Start over. Sorry, it's just people are complaining. Too bad! You know, they want to know if you guys can maybe try to up Belcher? again or no. play it on yep. the beat and just do it right. No. right. Oh, this is from the episode. It's just, it's an off-putting name, but then I'm like, it's, they're really good. Uh, so yeah, Drew, we can still be cool, dude. Although this was a band from five See years ago. See guys, we proved it to y'all. We proved it to you <laughs> that um, we're still cooler than you are. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we flagrantly throw it in your face. <laughs> I just, I have to talk about Friends of Sound. I like Friends of Sound. I shop oh. at Friends of Sound. I have never set foot in the I just don't there. understand what this thing. I'm trying to understand it. And I'm not trying to hate. 
I'm just trying to wrap my head around of what it is that people are wanting those. I don't even know what to call them. Let me see if oh God, I can't even. I can't even think of it. it. It's like, like you see me. It's like old. It's like not even sick. Maybe it is sixties. It's basically like Hispanic people singing, kind of like those old. It's almost fifties. Like the Lakesiders. Yeah, let's let's play that so people can hear it. And I just don't understand it. The and they're getting like these the Lakesiders. And uh, they're like uh, Chicano like soul. I guess if that's what you want to call it. Um. Like this song is called Parachute. Is that the Lakesiders? Let's see. Oh yeah, that looks like them. <laughs> yes, this is exactly. <laughs> I I just don't understand it. Like this was old when my mother was young. It's not bad. I mean, to me, I don't think it's bad, but I I wouldn't buy it. I would want it. But who's trying to relive this? I'll tell you who's trying to relive this. Girls that call themselves mousy and sad girls. I'd say the uh, the people who were born to parents in their 40s and 50s. And their parents are now like 60s and 70s. 80 years old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, ser- I'm serious. I-, I just don't get it. I mean, I appreciate it. That's good. Like, But I would rather listen to the actual older songs. Like, why do you need to recreate this? Like I was talking, like we were talking before, like this is just too mellow for me. Like, I, like, uh, like the Squirrel Nut Zippers. I have one album from them that I love, and but I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not all yeah, about the Squirrel Nut Zippers. That's all you really need from them. Yes, <laughs> I'm even then, you might just need one I single mean, from them. Yeah, you I mean, I get really it. You didn't need a deep dive into that. They play it very good, that type of music. But um, <sighs> it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna go full tilt on. I'm not gonna change my lifestyle. I think it's a lifestyle. That's what it is. Like people like this, like it's a lifestyle. I think it's just that romanticism of. It's like Japanese people dressing like. Yeah, it's these greasers. It's that romanticizing chola culture and Lat- uh, chola culture and Latino lowriders. It's like and it's like people who want to be El Pachucos, They want to be El Duran. Zoot suit type shit. And I mean. Whatever you do, you. But I'm not doing that. I'm too modern. I just I'm have too. Mo- I'm too. <laughs> We're still too cool, I guys. Sound, it sounds it sounds bad, but I think I think my tastes are just too modern. It's just too mellow for me. It's it's it's. I, uh, it takes me back to where I don't want to go. Like I don't have no. I have no interest in going to a place that I don't. That I never was. It. Uh, I'm just. I know there's a market for this, but there's a hell of a market, I dude. They sell like do. every single 45 that they've been showing now on their Instagram is this type of 45 from all these different name bands that sound exactly like that. Well, I mean, the vinyl people are stupid to begin with. But now they are. This is Corona Zippers. If you've never heard Put of them, lid on it. that's a fucking good song. <laughs> Okay, I'm over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. And I think I only like this because I fucking played trumpet when I was a kid. I like I like brass. I like songs with trumpets and you know. I like this album. I like put a lid on it. There's a few other songs I like. Yeah, let's play that song so people can hear how this girl sings. 
No, the guys, the guy sings on it. No, the girl sings on this one too. The guy's yelling. <laughs> Y'all can't see what I'm doing, but I, that's why Mark started laughing. He's doing the foxtrot. It's <laughs> that type of singing. <laughs> but the ladies would used to do when they had their finger and they were just shaking it. And these are all people. These these guys are from South Carolina, or either South Carolina, or North Carolina. South Carolina, 1930. Uh, they're really into long intros. And then the song's over in like a minute. hear this song you're like oh i didn't know my record player had a 78 on 78 <laughs> fucking speed on it <laughs> put a lid on it jiggle the handle that is a good record though <laughs> <laughs> put a lid on oh. it plunge that shit all right let's see here i'll take a drink break break Life was good to the Perrys of Pequot Landing. For 300 years, they lived in this place. The generations were rich with love. And the most beloved of all were the twins, Niles and Holland. That summer, they shared a secret life in the apple cellar, in the nursery. back and uh now we're gonna move into the movie of the week me and drew watch <laughs> a lot of movies but he watched a movie this week he's like i so can you please watch this by the way there's it. a channel called fx movies um i have it on cable it's like 725 maybe uh but in the middle of the night every night they have it changes over to this thing called fxm retro and they show just movies i've never even heard of in my life um from like horror movies to drama to mystery suspense to B movies, um, so I've just been rec- I'm, I'm just going through. On Sunday, I just go through the whole week on that channel and I read to see what movies are being recorded. I mean, wh- what movies are going to be shown and whichever one looks interesting, I just record them. Uh, but I recorded this movie called The Other, and um, <laughs> I I don't want to give it away. So okay, so well, anyway, if you want to see the movie The Other, stop the podcast right now. And go watch it. Because otherwise we're going to talk about it. If we talk about it, you're going to know. I figured it out immediately when I started watching the movie. I figured out what was going on. Uh, so stop it now. If you don't want to, yeah, if you don't want to hear about this, stop it now. Go go watch it. Uh, how can you? That's oh, the only thing. That's the only thing. I only saw that it was playing one night, and I recorded it that one night. I don't show that it's coming out again. Even though they played... They played several movies that I've seen several times, so they'll probably play it again like next week or something. If you know somebody who has cable, they'll give you their login. You can <sighs> sign into FX app and you can watch it live. You just gotta look on TV Guide. Anyways, word. Uh, if you're not gonna watch it, fine, listen to us. But if you want to watch it, go watch it and then listen to this. So, like I said, we watch a lot of movies all the time. Please Drew was like, "Please watch this movie so we can talk about it." So, why did you like this movie? Um. You like a lot of 70s movies like this. 
I find. Well, that's true. That's true. I do. Um, this just seemed, for the time, the time that it came out, which was like the early '70s, it seemed very ghoulish. Um, so it it is about two twin boys, um, and it starts off with them like being twin boys in I think it's like 1930s. Well, first of all, like not only that, but they li- they live on this compound. It's like a big. It's I guess it's a, a farmhouse. It's a wrench. It's a well, I guess it's a farmhouse. But it's in the 1930s. But all so the family lives there. Yeah, like the. So their twins, their mother lives there. Their grandmother lives there. Their who's Russian? Her husband. Who's Russian? Which they never explain. Um, the sister, two of the si- I don't know. There's like three. There's the one that seems to be doing all the work in the kitchen. There's the one that wears the white, and then there's the one that's pregnant, and John Ritter's the w- the husband. Right. So I guess that's three. S- there's four sisters there. Right. And then he has an aunt and an uncle that's there, because the uncle's working on the car. Okay, yeah. And then there's that guy. And then there's and then the, the, the guy cousin. that, w- <laughs> and then his little his little cousin who's just fucking dirty. Um, and it's like nineteen. It's nineteen thirties. Thirty five. So, um, it's that time frame. They're farming and trying to you know make away from themselves, whatever I guess. Um, but it's just it's just two little boys just ha- being little boys. For those of us that grew up in a time when we didn't have the internet, we played outside and we got dirty and sweaty. And that's what it reminded me of. Like that. Like being in the sun all day and sweating when you're a kid and you don't really realize you're sweating or dirty or stinky until you go home. Right. Like you said it before, like in the summer, especially in the summer when we weren't in school, like I I could not come inside the... Even when I would go to my cousins in San Marcos, we could not come inside the house until his dad or my dad got home. Yeah. And I mean... I was running around through my neighborhood with friends from all o- from a block away and three blocks away, and we were just running around. But I just knew I had to be home before dark. I was just thinking, um, like, I downloaded Yahoo. S- I downloaded Young Einstein, mm-hmm. Yahoo Serious. And we went to go see that when it came out, like the weekend it came out in San Marcos. And I was thinking, I was like, I was 12 years old, and my aunt left me and my brother and my cousin at the movies <laughs> to watch that. Well. Um, just as you're a kid and you get into mischief, like it's it's these two twin boys, and one seems to be a little more evil. I wouldn't say evil, but mischievous. Like it's because he's the older brother, like he's not caring about consequences about things. More of a brat. Yeah, and the other one's always just like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you doing yeah, that?" Yeah, he's constantly like, like, "Let's not do that." Yeah, or we can't do that. What are you uh, doing? And the other one's like, I ah, don't worry about it. Um, if you've made it this far and, and you're still interested, <laughs> stop listening now because I'm gonna we're gonna ruin it for you. <laughs> but anyways, um, so so what like what what were you like when you said Nick? You're like I'm still thinking about this. Like I want to talk to somebody about this. Like what like what was something at the end like tripping? Like what did you think? How did he get out? Who how did who get out? The little boy. What do you mean? How did he get out? How did he because the so here's there's the thing. There's a here's the thing. So, uh, I watched it with my buddy. He said, so the whole premise of this is that, like I said, if you want to watch this movie, stop it now. It's a good premise. But I the, think it's the a premise very good premise. is that one little boy is dead. He died. Um, but you don't know that until. You don't find that out until a little half, more, more than, half, than like halfway 40, through. Like almost to the, towards the end of the, of the book. But of the book. everyone um, knows he died. And they kind of entertain 
No, not everyone. Oh, not not everyone. His grandmother, grandmother his Russian grandmother. Um, he's always saying, you know, like I, I talked to Holland today, or I hung out with Holland today, which is the brother that's dead. And the grandmother's okay with it. She does. She lets so it go. So let me ask you this: What is the game? What was the game to you? Like what they was both, the they both are have that power. But what is the game? Like she's like, I, I taught you the game. So what is the game for him to like imagine stuff? He can see through their eyes. He can see through whose eyes? Somebody else's eyes. Okay. Okay. Um, that's that's the way I took it. So he has a power where he can see through somebody else's eyes. Because he was flying. He's so he, he does it to a raven. Yeah. And then he can see what the raven sees. Um, the thing is, he still sees his brother. And he uh, to him, it's like his brother never died. His brother's there. But his brother is mischievous and does messed up shit. But they, but they, so they, they, as but they give it away in a way as they never show them in the same shot. So that's how you figure it out real fast. No, I, f- I figured it out because he always had to go eat. He, he, it was like, come eat. And I was like, why would they only make one son go eat? At the beginning. Remember that that one lady's like, you need to come eat now. Like, we're serving dinner or whatever. And to the whole family's there. I like see, I didn't get that. To me, I was like, I got that I was right like they never show them in the same shot. They show, There's one shot where they show them in the same no. shot. No. Yep. Which shot? When they're talking to each other in the, in the apple cellar. But they always go this way and that way. They're never in the same frame. Frame. That's what I'm talking um, about. Well, so... As as the one that's dead is you view him as being mischievous and you then you figure out he's dead, you realize that it's actually this one little boy that's still living, who's doing everything. But in his head, he separates it as he's not doing it. His brother, his brother is the one that's doing, doing it. it the one that's dead. But his, they end up like being, uh, I guess, murderous after a while. Um. Like they, I don't understand. They scare someone to death. Now that I think about it, like why why are they killing people? But they explained it because he he got mad he got mad at that old late the neighbor because of the of the they spilled the preserves or whatever like I forget what they called it in her in her cellar and she told their dad so he got mad so he scared her with the rat and the magic trick. But they never showed the dad getting mad. I know, but th- he's mad that he told the dad because they because th- the grandmother finds out about it. So tells was him. that the whole catalyst then of and the whole the thing? And the grandmother tells him that he needs to go apologize for it. So you remember when they finally show the scene of the brother falling down the well and dying? Right. Before that, to me, it seemed like the brother was trying to throw the cat down the well, and he fell in. Probably. Um, but it ends up it ends up with this k- the kid that's still alive ends up killing a baby, um, which to me, I was like, damn, that's heavy shit for a 1970s movie. But I was watching it with a buddy of mine. But I think, I think, like you said, that's heavy shit. But I think it's because they never show him actually doing anything. Right. That's why they. That's but why then they show like the top of a baby's head and they jump <laughs> in a barrel. Uh, it l- it, it could have looked. To me, it looked like the lamp that was in the baby's bed. I know, but it was in the baby. That was in the baby's bed. That wasn't in the barrel. I think it's a good movie, and I think they well, did. I think they did. Well, here's good. the thing. So my buddy and I watched it. He says. You can hear footsteps when the grandmother's ab- trying to kill the grandson. You can hear footsteps. And like she's trying to kill herself. At the like same someone's time. trying to push her. Because I was like, I thought the grandmother was trying to kill herself. She did. She threw herself in there. Well, then he said, no. Someone pushed him. And I was like, well, who let the little boy out? Because she was standing by the door, and that other door was locked. 
But then at the end of the movie, they show the doors, the, the lock cut is open. busted, cut, cut, and he's in the house, and you can hear his family like tell him to come to dinner. And so I was like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I took it to who mean sa- who saved him? And then my buddy said, well, there was something else in that room that was locked because you remember he it was kind of moving on its own. I took it to mean that he was possessed by his brother, so he was really both of them. In his mind, most of the time he thought his brother was still alive, but he was really both of them. I don't know. That's what I wanted to see. Like, I <laughs> uh, Well, my friend said, you know, there really is an other. That's why it's called the other. And I was like, whoa, okay, you blew my mind with that. Like, <laughs> I think he's both of them. So I was like, that's that's freaking me out. Like, I'm trying to figure out how because the grand he was in that cellar, that other door that he would normally always wanted to go into was. But locked. I also think he he cut it to begin with because he he had to still go in there to get the baby in the barrel. Remember, he had to go in that other room to get the baby in the barrel. Well, that room wasn't locked. But there's two. There was two ways to get into that. Remember, there was one way. But then remember, remember the brother was like, "Here, let's go up," because then you could go up. Right, that's where the grandmother was. But in that room, remember when he's looking at, he, there's one time he's in the apple cellar and he's looking at the door and the lock is moving by itself. And then he hears noises no, and he sees, that's when the he cousin sees Mr. It, right? Angelini. No, 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 the cousin no, no. cousin's it. already dead. He so sees who locked that door? He says his uncle did. The one that working on the car? Yeah. But when there's one time when he's, look, he's, he's looking at the lock and it starts moving by itself. And he hears noises, and he come. He walks. Uh, there's the door here, and the, there's another door that's open. And he sees that guy, Mr. Angelini, who's mad. And he starts throwing that barrel around. Well, then he, the barrel breaks off, and then he covers it with that rag and f- ties the rope around it. So maybe his brother is his brother is the other. I don't know, but I, I figured it out too because I was like, he's gonna put the baby in that barrel because they saw that baby at the carnival, in the water. I think that's why it's a good movie because you it could be either way. Like it could either be like he's really doing it, thinking it's his brother, or it could actually be his brother that's a ghost and that's the other. Because who puts the pitch who put the pitchfork inside the He said his brother did. He told his grandma. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like well he, ex- he explained but he wasn't everything anywhere around there. I know he explained everything to his grandma, but it w- he was saying his brother did it, who's dead. And that's when she finds is like why do I I that's when she finds is like I, I I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I, uh... She tries to t- get him to say that his brother's dead. Right, she, she's like, I, uh... I, I humored you this whole time yeah. because I felt bad, but, you know, you need to stop already. Like, he's dead. Like right. That's when she takes him to the grave. Like, he's dead. Yeah, and then... But, I mean, he tells her, like, he, he put the, the pitchfork in there because he knew his cousin was going to jump in the bale of hay. And he's the one that made him go in there and cut his finger He's the one that the pushed ring. his mom. He's the one that pushed his mom down. Yeah, there. I remember that. Um, he thinks his brother was alive in the casket and made him get the ring right, off and cut his finger, cut his finger off. So y'all, but that's like I said, that's what's good about it because it's because because it leaves it open like it could be really him, but it could also be the ghost of his brother. Well, I mean that, that's the thing brother. too. The end kind of leaves it at. Which is, is that right. kid really evil? Yeah, is the kid the one that's really evil? Like you're looking at him like, or is he a ghost? Is that kid? Because really he's just looking out the window, right? Yeah. Or maybe at that, maybe at that final point when his grandmother's dead, 
He's like, I'm, fr- I'm good. I don't need no now, one like me. the real, yeah, the real truth. And maybe because uh, maybe the grandmother's the only one that knows what's yes. going on. And maybe the whole point of it is, is like whatever fucking witchery the grandmother's using is evil to begin with. That she should have never been fucking with it. Now you, now you truly fucking let it loose. Well, she, she tells him that at a certain point you got to stop playing that game. Right, but she should have never showed him. She should have never showed him to begin with, and now she's let it loose. She's turned her own uh, kid into that. You know what I mean? Fucking Russians, man. <laughs> <laughs> First the voting system, and now this. That, yeah, like I, I don't like the, I don't like the look of it. Like, like I said, to me, it looks too Disney. It looks like every movie that they used to put us in the when they used to put us in the cafeteria to show us a movie at elementary school. For some reason, I don't know why. Like they would just put us in the in the. Uh, they would put us in the cafeteria to watch a movie for some reason instead of being in class. It looks like all those Disney movies like Huckleberry Finn. Uh, it looks like uh, Peach Dragon. It looks like the Apple Dumpling Gang. It looks like Toby Tyler. Remember that fucking movie, Toby Tyler? It's very white, which is 70s. It's, it's, very, it's a very Walt Disney version of the Midwest. Um, like that was probably Missouri. It could have been Missouri or... It could have been Illinois, because that's where Walt Disney like was. And Walt Disney <laughs> put that in people's <laughs> minds. Like there was a scene where he's running with Walt the Disney was St. Louis. What do you call those things that come out of the water that looks like the hot dogs are stuck on them? Cattails. Cattails, when he's running with them. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a goofy-ass kid. Like, If you ran like that in my neighborhood, you got beat up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but... And I was like, I was, just, I was thinking, I mean, too, like, just those, I, was, I was also thinking, too, like, those shorts do not fit that kid. Oh, yeah, I was like, I feel inappropriate watching this kid in these shorts right now. Like, this stupid. Because he's just climbing over everything, and I'm like, please get this little kid out but of here. But it was a good find. It was a good find. It's a nice little, I, nice little nugget from the, the 70s. The way that you said it looked Disney, it was a little disarming that way. Right, that's what made it Where disarming. Like, this is just a little goofy kid, like, just being a kid, having a good time. Like, It's almost like, it's almost, they almost made it into, like, movie of the week, TV movie of the week, like, fucking... What was the one well, we watched? But that's the thing. It was, it was almost like Rosemary's Baby 2 because it was on TV. Like, oh, that, that's opera. the thing that I was like. Because okay, when did The Wicker Man Murderous came out? Kid, that's been done. But The Bad Seed, there's that movie. So tell me, is that, what you, thought? Is that what you thought? What? You're, you're like, it's, it's, it reminds me of a newer movie. I'm not going to tell you because that's going to No, it was Good Night, Mommy. Who, what movie is that? The one about the two twin boys and their mom come. It's a Euro movie or Switzerland or Germany. I think I've never seen that movie. It's a horror movie where the mom comes home with uh She's had facial reconstruction surgery. Why does she have to do that? I don't remember. But in the trailer, <laughs> they show the kids like they're little boys, and they're trying to like talk to her, but she's acting weird. And like, there's a scene where she's like laying in bed, and she's bandaged up to where all you see her eyes and her mouth, and like a cockroach comes out. Oh, that's another thing. Like, why was the mom laid up? Is because the dad died? And yeah, and her son. Oh, so that's why she was up in there. So how did the dad die? She, I think she just went. Oh, because he did. So okay, so who ki- who killed the dad? Her dad was the downstairs. One yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out too. Like, who killed the dad? Was it the son? The other son? They did do. They did that whole scene was a point. Like, did somebody open up that door by accident? No, something. God damn, I have to rewatch it again. Yeah, I think the kid <sighs> did it, or the bad, ki- or I don't know, the evil spirit did it because somebody pushed him down there. Because they made a point of it whenever that well thing opened, it, he wasn't ready for it to be open. At the beginning, they show, I guess it's the father, he has apples and he's trying to climb right. up the ladder. But it looks like somebody pushed him down, right? No, somebody, the the door went down hits on him, him on the head ah. and he falls down. 
So I was like, well, did the, did the son do that? Because he was already, he watches the brother go up the steps, and then he remembers that. So I was like, was that, is he saying the, bo- the son I think his, I think that means that the, the uh, brother did it. So maybe the brother was, maybe they were both evil the whole like time. Like you said, TV, of, TV movie of the week, but I was like, I mean, that's what's disarming about it, is it seems like murderous child, which has been seen before. Um, or evil child has th- that I'll say that evil child has been. But seen this is way before the Omen. The Exorcist. I think it was after the Omen. No, this is seventy two. When did the Omen come out? Seventy. Oh, seventy two. Okay. Yeah. Well, then the bad seed has been done. Rosemary's Baby has been done. Village of the Damned has been done. Okay. But an actual child killing a baby, <laughs> like that—that that was heavy shit. Where I was like, whoa, who greenlit this? Like that was kind of like, oh, it's kind of weird. But I, I liked how it left a lot of, a lot of questions. Like maybe they were always both. Of, maybe both of them were always evil, and he just to keep doing it, he had to play innocent. Right. So it was interesting, guys. But to me, it's like the grandma fucking did it all. Like you had to <coughs> show him this game, the grandma. Yeah, I mean, she's got blood on her hands too. That's all I say. Fucking Russians. All right, guys. That was a good episode. Got some good music in. That was a good movie you found. A nice little nugget. Nugget. And um, we're going to end it this way. And we're going to try and keep it short from now on. Yeah. Again, our our email address is we used to be cool pod at gmail.com. Send us stuff. Send us whatever you want. Porn. Nudes. Send us how much you hate. Send me a hate email. Tell us like what we need to do to be better because we care. Send an email saying that that podcast would have been better as an email. Yeah, and we're on Instagram as we used to be cool pod. We're gonna uh, put uh, we're, uh, Drew probably Drew will probably make a Spotify playlist with the songs that we played. Yeah, if you just want to hear it, um, if you want to add anything to that playlist, hit us up. We'll add it to the playlist. Maybe you're like, guys, listen to some newer shit, and then throw <laughs> some new shit at us, and then be like, <laughs> oh, you know what? That sucks. We're not gonna listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shoot us some of your yeah we'll read these emails shoot us some of your favorite bands from the last 5-10 years but we love you guys y'all be safe love yourselves and love us that, even more with that we're gonna end with Drew's favorite TV show of all time Streaks on the China we love you guys see you next time okay I could've keep this up better Streets on the China never mattered before. Who cares? When you drop kick your jacket as you came through the door, no one glares. But sometimes things get turned around and no one spared. All hands look out below. There's a change in the status quo. Gonna need all the help that we can get. survival, but just might live a good life yet. Yeah.